Hey guys, this is Emily. Um, so on Sunday we didn't manage to record the preach, um, but we wanted to make sure that you got some of the main points from um, the message on Sunday. So it's not going to be the same as obviously what I shared on Sunday, um, but we're just going to go over the three main points that we got from the Bible passage, uh, just so that you can remember them in your week this week. So on Sunday we started our new series, Who is He?, and the first one was about uh, the sun. So we're spending two weeks looking at Jesus and who he is. And we are reading uh, a passage from the first chapter in Colossians. So chapter one, verses 15 to 20. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and just read that Bible passage uh, right now to remind you the what we are talking about, about who the sun is. So the passage is called the supremacy of the son of God. The sun is the image of the invisible God the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together, and he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. And now I'm just going to focus on actually the first nine words of this Bible passage, and they say the Son is the image of the invisible God. The Son is the image of the invisible God. And when I was preparing this message, um, I really had to seek God and ask him, you know, okay, so if we know this identity statement about who Jesus is, who the son is, he is the image of the invisible God, what does that mean for us? Because we found something out about who he is. In essence, this verse has answered the question, who is he? Um, but what do we do with it? And as I was spending time preparing this message, God revealed to me about how he wants to challenge us and if we know more about who he is it should therefore then affect our relationship with him and should then affect our private time with him. If you think about the more you get to know someone in a relationship the more you get to know about them and what they like or who they are what they're about the closer you feel to them and the more comfortable you are around them your relationship can adapt and change when you get to know someone more. And that's exactly the same for our relationship with Jesus, our relationship with the Son of God. As we get to know more about who he is, it should therefore in turn affect our relationship with him and affect our private time with him. So that's what we're going to look at is how this identity statement about the Son, about Jesus, that he is the image of the invisible God. How should that then affect what our relationship is like with him, how we are with him and how we choose to spend our time with him? So let's just think a bit first about what does this actually mean? I'm going to try and give some kind of understanding to this identity um, statement about Jesus as the son. So it says he is the, the son is the image of the invisible God. This means that the Son is the fullness of God. He isn't just part of him. He is everything about God is in the Son, is in Jesus. God became visible in human form when Jesus came to earth. 
And the other interesting thing about this is uh, the word image in the Greek had two meanings around it. And the first one was likeness. So when you meet Jesus, it's it's essentially like looking in the mirror and you see a perfect uh, reflection of who God is. So he was the likeness. He was the mirror image. He was the exact replication of who God is in human form. And the other word in Greek that this word image meant was manifestation. So literally the fullness of God, everything about God, all his powers, all his characteristics, what he was about, everything about who the creator of the universe was, the unending, untangible, mysterious, all-powerful God, highest being above all, came and his fullness of who he was is in the Son, Jesus Christ. And that's what it means when it's saying the Son is the image of the invisible God. And so if the Son is the image of the invisible God, and it means that the fullness of God, the fullness of who the creator of the universe is, everything to do with him and about him is in his son. That is who we are building a relationship with. That is who our private time is being spent with. And so I'm just going to go over the, the three points that if our rela- if we are in a relationship with the son, who is the image of the invisible God, meaning the fullness of God, the fullness of the creator of the universe, everything about him is in, can be found out through our relationship with the son. What does that mean our private time should look like with him? So the first point, it means that the son is a place of never ending discovery. And you know why? Because there's so much to discover. Think about it. Like in your relationship with Jesus, you get to discover more about God. You get to discover more about the creator of the universe. You get an insight, you get inside information into what the creator of the universe is like and everything about him. And we will never find out everything there is to find out about God in our lifetime. So our private time with the son should be a place of discovery. It should be adventurous in our relationship with Jesus. It's not boring. It's not dull. It's not um, stagnant. It should always be evolving and changing and moving and, and investigating and discovering more with him because we get to discover more about the God of the universe through our relationship with Jesus and in our private time with him. So there's two ways in which I think we can start being more adventurous with Jesus in our private time. Um, one, The first way is through what you study um, or talk about with Jesus. And I think we sometimes settle into kind of what we talk about with Jesus, the same old thing, maybe it's the same old moaning, maybe we stay in the same safe passages that you know we understand. But I think actually we could get a bit more adventurous in what we choose to study with Jesus and what we choose to talk about with him. Like look at the hard topics, look at the things that are challenging and go to the private place with Jesus to find out about them because in doing so you're finding more out about who God is because the fullness of God remember is in the son he is the image of the invisible God and the other way that we can get adventurous with Jesus is in our physical time that you spend together maybe you need to hang out with Jesus in a different place do you only ever go to the same room in your house in the same place and do exactly the same thing every single time that you have a private time with Jesus? Because if you do, I'm not sure that's how we intended our relationship to be with him. 
He is a place of discovery. He is a place of adventure and he wants to be everywhere with you. And I shared on Sunday how one of the the silly things that I like to do is take Jesus shopping with me. And it might sound ridiculous and extreme and too far and too much, but actually I want Jesus in all areas of my life. And the more areas that I spend um, time with him in, the easier it is for me to start to hear his voice. And you know what, when you take your relationship and private time with Jesus to other places and spend time with him in other areas, it reveals to you more about who God is. Now I get an insight into how actually our Father in Heaven cares about all the things in my life. The little details, the little things, you know, what I'm enjoying doing. It's not just in the big spiritual moments that he's like, my my child needs to be spending time with me. It's every moment. And so I think we can get adventurous with where we spend time with Jesus. Our relationship and private time with the Son should not be a place that is dull or boring or stagnant or always in the same place. It should be adventurous. It should be full of discovery. It should feel exciting. It should take place anywhere that we are. So my encouragement in this point is to get adventurous with Jesus. Get adventurous with him this week. Hang out with him in different places. Study different things with him. Get adventurous in how you hang out with Jesus in your private time this week. So that's the first one. The second one that I think it means of what our relationship with the son could be like and what our private time um, could look like is that the son being the image of the invisible God means that the son is a place of perfect unending understanding you see through being the full image of God and the full image of a human he knows what a human experience on this planet is like the things we will face but he also knows God's answers and wisdom and insight into what is best for you and how to live your life you see when you come to the sun when you come to Jesus you come to someone who understands the trials that you are facing on this earth, what it is like to live out your life as a Christian on this earth. He understands that you might get um, ridiculed for your faith. He understands being deserted. He understands being abandoned. He understands being made fun of. He understands having to be stand up for something that no one else is. He understands what we go through as a human being on this planet. But then what is so incredible about our relationship with Jesus is that he then understands the perfect godly wisdom and insight and answers that will help us to live out these things the best way for us. So we're in a relationship with someone who can offer perfect empathy to what we are going through, but also perfect answers for what will help us out of that situation and what is best for us and know what will help us move forward and through it more and better. So my encouragement with this one is to get ugly with Jesus in your private time. Because he is the image of the invisible God, He knows and understands from a human perspective, but he also knows and understands from a godly perspective. He fully understands both and he can offer us the perfect wisdom we need. So get ugly with Jesus in your private time. Confess to him, I've been jealous. Confess to him, 
I spoke badly about that person, confess to him that I struggle with pride and actually I reacted in an arrogant way in that situation. Confess to him, say to him the gossip that you've been saying about that person. Tell him how you struggled with this sin and you've let it get you again. Be real and open and honest with him. He is a place where we shouldn't be coming with a perfect mask on. We should be coming and being honest before him and ugly and laying the things before him that are sticking within us because the funny thing is he knows it all anyway we just need to confess it we need to spend time speaking it out loud and I want to encourage you in your private time with Jesus actually say it out loud don't just think these things in your head don't just think in your head I struggle with jealousy Actually say out loud the words to Jesus in your private time. Jesus, I got jealous of this person because of this. Say it out loud because there is power in speaking it out loud. When you speak it out loud, it's in the light. And it no longer has as much of a hold over you as when you kept it hidden and kept it um, unspoken of. So get ugly with Jesus in your private time because he is a place of perfect, unending understanding. And the final one, the final one, I think it means that we are, if we are in a relationship with Jesus, who is the image of the invisible God, it means that the sun should be a place of awe and reverence. It should be a place of awe and reverence. You see, the sun being the image of the invisible God means he is no less than God. He isn't to be looked down on, treated differently, disregarded or treated any differently in the sovereignty or authority that he has over your life if you follow him. He is the highest power. Being the image of the invisible God, he is no less than God. He is completely sovereign. So my encouragement in this point is to get reverent with him, to recognise in a from a place of awe and wonder who it is that you get the privilege of being in a relationship with. We don't deserve this. We didn't do anything to earn it. He chose to make it possible for us to be in a relationship with the Son. And we need to recognise and have an understanding and a revelation of who we are in a relationship with. His sovereignty, his authority, how he is the highest power. We need in our private time to be getting reverent with him. And this means giving him valuable space. This doesn't mean 10 minutes rushing before you head out of the house once a week. This means maybe at times you actually cancel plans with humans to make time to spend with Jesus instead of cancelling your time with Jesus to spend time with humans. And I'm serious with this. We need to be honouring him in the, the type of space and time we give in our private devotion to Jesus and spending time with the Son. It needs to be valuable. It doesn't need to be rushed. It shouldn't be rushed. It shouldn't be um, once in a blue moon. It should be valuable space that we offer him to speak into our lives and show how much we, we have a reverence for him and who he is. It could also consist of moments of silence. You know, actually, we don't need in our private times to be constantly chewing the ear off of Jesus. Sometimes to show how a reverence for who we are in a relationship with, an understanding of who the Son is, 
We need moments of silence in our private time with him. Moments of silence where we just say, because of who you are, because I recognise that I'm in a relationship with the Son who is the image of the invisible God, I will be silent and listen. I will be silent and wait. And even if I'm silent for an hour and I don't feel like he says anything, that's okay. Because I'm not doing it to get something. I'm doing it to show I have an awe and a reverence for who I am in a relationship with. Let's give him valuable space. Let's be silent in our private time with him. And in your private time with him, make him the highest power in that space. I sometimes struggle with this, you know. I sometimes am really easily distracted by what is in the space around me when I'm spending time with Jesus. And one of my biggest things is, you know, I find it really hard to ignore my phone. And actually, I want to, there's this thing in us we, with our phones and being instantly contactable. We want to we wanna be able to instantly see and instantly receive. And actually, I have to really turn my phone off and put it somewhere else. Because otherwise, if I get a message and it goes off when I'm spending time with Jesus, I'm tempted to look at it and then I'm distracted. And then I'm not giving Jesus the highest place in that private time with him. So make him the highest power in your private time. Show him how you have an awe and a reverence for the Son of God by not being distracted, by clearing distractions away, by giving him valuable space, being silent with him and listening to what it is that he wants to say over your life. So those are the three things that we looked at. So if we are in a relationship with the Son who is labelled and identified as the image of the invisible God, It means that we are in a relationship with someone who has the fullness of God dwelling within him. The absolute fullness of God dwelling within him. All his power, all his authority, all his characteristics, everything that he is about, all his knowledge, all his wisdom, the fullness of who God is can be found in his son Jesus. And we are then in a relationship with him. And the three things that we need to be doing off the back of knowing that that is who we are in a relationship with in our private time is we need to get adventurous with Jesus. We need to get ugly with Jesus and we need to get reverent with Jesus. And I'm just going to pray over us now as we go into our weeks remembering these things. Jesus, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you are the image of the invisible God. We thank you for what that means for our lives, what that means for our relationship with you. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you help every single one of us who listens to this podcast or who was there on Sunday to live out what we learned from this passage. Holy Spirit, I ask that people in their private time this week, you would help them to be adventurous in their private time. You would help them to be courageous in what they choose to talk to you about, what they choose to study in the Bible. And Holy Spirit, I help, I pray you help um, prompt them as to physical ways that they can be adventurous with you. How can they hang out with you in a different space this week? Holy Spirit, help them, push them, encourage them, give them ideas of how their physical private time with them could look different this week, could be more adventurous. And I pray that you help them get ugly in their private time with Jesus. 
help them to be honest, help them to realise that it's a safe place when they open up to Jesus, help them to have a revelation and understanding of who it is that they are opening up to, help them to realise that they will find answers in their private time with Jesus that will help move them forward if they are open, honest and ugly about what it is that they are struggling with. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you help people to get reverent in their private time with the Son this week. Help them to be patient in silence. Help them to have a deeper understanding, a revelation on a new level of who they are in a relationship with, of who it is that they carve out time to spend time with. And Holy Spirit, I pray over these people that you would help us to deepen our relationship with you and have a deeper and more revelation on a new level of who it is that we are in a relationship with and how that should affect how we spend time with you this week. We ask all these things in your wonderful, beautiful name, Jesus. Amen.